Texas Steampunk Connection coming to you live from various parts of Texas in our bunkers and airships and whatnot. I am Flavio as usual, and with me as always is Sax, the Gentleman Adventurer, and Jack from Steam Chest. And we have Master Blue Stocking. Say hello, guys. Hey! So once again, we are here to talk oh, probably about steampunk, most likely. That's what this is about. Thank you for listening to Texas Steampunk Connection. Hello! Good evening, everyone. People. <laughs> you have found us at Texas Steampunk Connection on Tuesday night. Uh, shout outs to uh, Kitty and, of course, Rita and Lawrence, who have already tuned in. And uh, we've been uh, gabbing with them. And now we are uh, on to the show. Um, I am uh, out of Texas right now, uh, traveling for Sea Family, and I am in the middle of Indiana. Uh, so that has been interesting for me. Uh, I highly recommend anyone take up, uh, take a trip, travel, especially in, in, in this hot weather, go north. Um, it's really an eye-opener to see other parts of the country and see, you know, what's different, what's the same, how other people are living. Uh, it's, it's eye-opening. Places time. that have actual seasons instead of just... Well, Hot, yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the weather up here. Everybody cross poem, man. Everybody complains about the heat, just like at home. Except but it's only ninety degrees. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I actually was complaining yeah. about the heat to one of my friends on Discord. He's like, "I don't know what you're talking about. I'm in Arizona. It's 111. Like, oh, yeah, you don't, you don't have humidity, though." He's like, "Oh <sighs> shoot, yeah, I didn't think about that. My bad. You're boiling like a lobster." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Up in the northern part, it's it's different. I mean, I it's one thing I will say about Pennsylvania: the summer, spring, summer, fall, absolutely gorgeous. Because you can so see an actual progression here. of the seasons. Yeah. yeah, I lived in Maryland for seven months. It was weird when everything turned pastel. It's <laughs> like purple oh, and pink trees in Pennsylvania. I never to get seen this that idea from. Yeah, yeah, it actually happens. Yeah, instead of just everything's dead by August in Texas. Now, Although we I have do... been getting rain up here. That's true. And what's really cool is that I had to explain to my son because recently Minecraft added cherry trees into its into its thing, and so the cherry blossom trees and they're always they're beautiful in the game. And I was explaining to him those those trees actually exist. And there was one when I was in Maryland that was an apartment complex and it would like snow this pink blanket. Yeah. And then suddenly all of our um, I come up with the name plant here in Texas that likes to bloom when it's freaking hot and they're planted everywhere now. Great because- myrtle. Yeah, the crepe myrtles. Oh, God, it's like kind of a Japanese flower here. It's it's the Texas cherry tree because the wind hit and they all all the petals started falling off. And like, I park under a crepe myrtle. And so when we get really heavy rain in the summer, my car looks like it's covered in wet pink toilet paper. Yep. To the point that <laughs> I have to go to the car wash. And, your yeah. car. Yes. So I go to the car wash and a little bit until the at the very end when they do the, the run the blowers back and forth and they're just great myrtle just <laughs> flying. So I'm like, I hope I didn't ruin their drainage system. But yeah, I have to do like once a week because it's just sap and buds. But yeah, when I lived in Pennsylvania, my house in Pennsylvania, we had a cherry blossom tree in the front yard and it would bring all the hummingbirds and it was right by our oh, porch yeah. so we could sit there and watch and all the hummingbirds. Oh yeah, it was, it was, yeah, but crepe myrtle sucks. I hate it. I want to burn that tree down. <laughs> I will admit, I don't park under them. because I, I don't have you. a choice. It's right over my driveway. It's either yeah. my car or it's going to be Matt's car. And since mine actually gets used more, it if, if, if it was his car, it would just so be covered. You're, so you're the one making it your problem. I got you. It's either that or his little tiny mini gets covered in crepe myrtle from... 
pink from a pink mini is about as about as festive as you already. Get. <laughs> you won't be able to see it. It'll be so covered. It'll be beautiful. There's so many wildflowers up here that uh, you know uh, just just come up anywhere that are totally different than the ones we have down south, mm. and uh, it, it's so beautiful. If you don't mow your my my stepdad told me this story. He he didn't mow his lawn, and it just popped up with with wildflowers everywhere. And the city came by and did a tax assessment and made his house worth more because it looked so attractive from the Be- street. That's... Because he didn't mow the lawn. <laughs> that has never happened in the history of HOAs no. ever or cities. Nope. nope. <laughs> ever. Oh, they're coming by my house already. I saw the guy drive by. And, like, yeah. Shannon got like, it too because she's got a weird parcel of land. There's this little strip across from her house that's part of her property. And so the city left her message last week because mow she had, yeah. Like, don't people not have better things to do than that? I mean, <laughs> no, that's their job. Yeah, but it's a strip of it's just, nah. Anyway. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah, but that the what I yeah I mean not mowing and letting but actually that's a more I would think that that yard would his yard would be a more what's the word I'm looking for water conservation. Yeah, I don't yeah, mind be down to like yeah. long, like if he's just letting it grow, he's not maintaining it. He's just letting it grow, and it still comes out beautiful and it's natural. So what he needs to do is file. To become a bird sanctuary. <laughs> or a butterfly like my mother, sanctuary. Like my mother actually has done. But the problem is, is you have to look at all oh, that yeah. stuff. So there's a whole like list of things. I mean, if it's your front lawn. <laughs> I will suggest that. <laughs> yeah. Suggestion noted. <laughs> I'm all about finding the loopholes. I, I... <laughs> well, he went down to the, the city to protest, like mm-hmm. you do. Yeah. And uh, the people... It, apparently a little little, little old ladies who are making these determinations said, oh, you're that house with all those beautiful flowers in it. They're like, oh, well, maybe we should have made his house worth more than it oh, is because no. the other house across town has the same flowers. He's like, please don't screw me. No, no, no. Just, I came here to make it lower, not higher. Oh, no. Leave it alone. I'm sorry. I gotta go. I'll just go. Don't, I'll just forget I was here. Oh, no. Yeah, no, that, yeah. That's why my rent's going up, because for some reason, the property values on our house went up. Oh, it's because, here, here's how that works. <laughs> you had a home, and let's say there's a home with four people, so two kids, right? Well, in 2018, those kids move out, right? And they get apartments. Well, COVID happens, and one of them loses their job. Guess what happens? One moved back home. Therefore, this happens over a large amount of people. Suddenly, the rental property issue happens. And well, we're also a college town, don't forget. So, oh, yeah, well, that, then you have your local economy, but rental properties yeah. are already bonkers in this town anyway. And when I was complaining about it to my advisor, and she was like, No, wait, how much is he raising your rent? And I told her, and she's like, Because she owns a house here in town, and she mm-hmm. got out her phone and was on her calculator. She's like, No, actually, she's like, I want to be mad at him, but <laughs> that actually makes sense yeah. why he's, yeah, she's like, and Because he owns all... three, he has a monopoly, he literally has a monopoly. He owns the three yeah. houses, the two on either side of us as well. And yeah, the taxes went up so much that he had to, yeah, it still sucks. And then we live in Texas. Oh, there was actually a big tax break bill that just got passed. And or so we'll who? see how that goes. Yeah, but we'll it's, not gonna, it's not going to it's not going to matter to renters and it's and yeah. so that's going to be yeah. but we also live in Texas where we're booming because we're awesome and like the biggest energy state in the world. We have using it? oil, I mean. weather and sunlight. So, 
It's going to get hot again soon. So yeah. yeah. Well, this kind of talk leads to drinking. If oh, I'm not God, it really does, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm on my usual boring. So y'all do your thing. Shh, do yours first, then tell us the thing. Apothic red in my Woo-hoo. goose glass. Oh, well, I, I got to introduce. A nice I got to introduce here. apothic to my father-in-law this week, <laughs> and he's, he's like, "This is really good." I'm like, "I know." It's good for a cheap red. Yeah, it's excellent. We, I love it. We know, a, we know a future doctorate who drinks solely this, nothing else. She didn't even pick up water. It's just that. It's, it's this or going black doctor, tea lemonade from Starbucks. That's it. It's <laughs> caffeine and wine all the time. That's the only way to get through college. Uh, dude, let me tell you. Accounting <laughs> that is my man. advice. If you're going to get a PhD, any kind of grad degree, don't, I don't listen know. If to you're, me. If you're going if you to take any accounting classes, don't pick up smoking I like I did for two weeks. Just don't do it. It's bad for you. For two Drinking weeks. Drinking is much more healthy. You smoked for two weeks. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Everyone else was smoking around me, and I wasn't smoking at the time. I'm just like to the point where we're all walking out about every 45 minutes out of class. So the professor oh, can and like smoke. All yeah. My, all my that, partners yeah. Were smoking. Yeah. And the so first time. Like, yeah. Just hand me one. I was just huffing. Yeah. The it. first time I was in college in the 90s. Yeah. You couldn't swing a dead cat in the quad without hitting someone who was smoking. But now, not allowed on campus anywhere yep. at all. I'm vaping. Vaping is now becoming illegal. It's not allowed on. None of that's allowed on campus. Yeah. You have to go across the street. Yeah. No, I was quit for three years and then the pandemic hit. Yeah. And I started again. My brother yeah. quit for seven months because he got uh, the flu so bad, pneumonia, he couldn't actually smoke couldn't anymore. Breathe. <laughs> and then my mom fell ill and he started smoking again. Yeah. And uh, when she got better, he didn't quit. So now he's back to smoking again. Yeah, like two months after the pandemic started, I kept stealing Matt's cigarettes. And he's like, do you just want me to get you a cart? And I'm like, no, because that means it's real. And I started again. <laughs> no, this is just this is just the trail end and not, not starting again. But I, I'm, I'm cutting back. Not as bad as I was unless I go out drinking and then, you know, it's a place that allows it. And then- Yeah, I'll admit that having a menthol while drinking is a nice experience. Yeah. But it's, I don't. I, I only did that I'm like trying. seven years ago. I'm I'm trying. Okay, Jack, what are you drinking? This dog. <laughs> now pop its head right off. She's so <laughs> such oh, a bad dog. No, it's so wrong. You were way too fast with that. <laughs> she made me angry earlier, but we're she's trying to make up for it. So oh. I'm actually drinking a uh, Imperial Hazy IPA of 8.3 percent alcohol, named Rodeo Clown by the Carbach. <laughs> Brewing company here in Texas. Okay. Apparently they have a thing on the side here and it says, and a crazy one at that. Oh, it's a job and it's a crazy one at that. The rodeo clown is used to being surrounded by a cloud of dust as he, oh God, my lighting is terrible. As he dances with the bulls to protect the riders, the intense haze in the air and the, in the arena can be compared to that of a rodeo clown. Looks like Jack's getting to that age where his arm's not long enough to read the thing that he's It's it's, it's getting closer. (laughs) If you know, it's not further away. And yes, I'm, I'm there too. You. I'm there too. <laughs> you gotta sure. keep stretching out your arm and it's just not going far enough. Yeah, and that's yeah. when the glasses come down. I'm actually looking over my glasses. That's, these yep, days. that's where it goes. <laughs> yes, you start looking over them. Getting old. Can look under my glasses. Yeah, it's either out to here or it's like right here with your glasses down. Oh, I got one. Help on this. I can one up. Yeah, I have to use readers. <laughs> oh no! My dad glasses. used readers. Yeah. Oh no. I just have to glue these things on in the morning. That, that's just how that works. I had to use readers with when I was, that's why I stopped wearing contacts because I needed, they're like, you need bifocal con. I'm like, I don't want bifocal contacts or bifocal glasses. I'll just start wearing my glasses regularly and just do that when I need to. Because yeah, I was wearing readers me, with my contacts. When they told me I need glasses, I'm like, I need the lightest frames possible. <laughs> I don't like anything on my nose. And I think I found them, but 
Yeah, then they're like, well, you can't hardly, like, this is this little tiny band. I'm like, yeah, I still look, I can't read with these. I look under. Yeah, dumb. no, I like my, I like my big librarian look, glasses. Yeah. Yeah, it's know. what my, y'all, yours are what my husband calls the steely-eyed missile man glasses. <laughs> That's what he's got, too. <laughs> I got I got my last pair uh, glazed over to wear my sunglasses. Yeah, so I wanted, that's what I wear at my con- <laughs> like. This is so nice. I can see and not have the sun in my face. Oh, what like the progressives? No, no, no. I actually got my last pair like pol- uh, not polarized uh, turned into sunglasses. So, oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. No, I actually have. Which, if you ever have to wear glasses, having a set that sunglasses is fantastic. By the way, I have prescription sunglasses, it. but I don't like wearing them unless I'm in the car for like long trips. I, I go to like funny, steampunk yeah. November. And the lighting is so severe in the winter there, and it just like slices right in. Over yeah, the, yeah. Speaking of that, I want to talk about that in a minute. But Zach, what are you drinking? Uh, well, um, since yeah, I'm you in, find? in Indiana, I've been oh yeah, looking around for local craft beers that will be interesting to talk about here. And I tried a few, and generally, I was sorely disappointed. The Indiana craft scene. Um, I mean, their their beers are. Are okay. They taste like beer. There's <laughs> not something that really stands out. Uh, is they taste like beer. There. Um, yes, Flavio would say, tastes like a beer. <laughs> <laughs> so I was really excited Damned when with I, found, praise. <laughs> I found this. Uh, I was actually doing a uh, distillery tour, and it turns Ooh. out their their liquor laws are different, and you can make beer and hard liquor in the same place up here. So I've got okay. uh, Quaifon Brewing Company. Quaffon, oh, yeah. peanut butter busted what? Peanut butter busted knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> have you tasted uh, it yet? Brown County, Indiana. I have tasted it already, and it's really good. It's, it's a, a peanut, peanut butter stout. Okay. Um, you know, uh, there are like peanut butter stouts recently. made made in Austin that I've tried, and I don't like them. <laughs> that, they they were kind of oily and oddball. This, this yeah. Is this is hmm. perfect. Well, uh, so I'm really happy with it. I'll pay you for it. Quaifon. Uh, hmm. I don't know if I could find any more that's not at the distillery. Hmm. And it's, it's out of the way on my drive back. Uh, that's I was make a special trip to pick some up. Yeah, Maybe um, we can order it from them directly. Possibly, depending on shipping oh, laws. Yeah. Yeah, they may the, only allow us a case of it. The oily thing. Um, Angry Orchard makes a apple pie cider, and it's got like that weird kind of green taste to it the same kind of mm-hmm. thing where they like tried really hard to match the actual flavor but they went a little too far because so, <laughs> it's not like that weird pie grease taste so yeah that's sometimes they go a little like a hair too far and it's yeah but yeah awesome so, bring some home their distillery is called hard truth okay. <laughs> hard truth distillery and uh, okay. they started with making beers and then they expanded and uh opened up restaurants and then there was this 350 acres out here that had just sat on the market since apparently my birth and they <laughs> they picked it up and they built this huge distillery slash tasting room restaurant and they've uh you know got oak barrels aging out there and it's really interesting they make uh what do they call it sweet mash bourbon bourbon l- yeah. rather than the sour mash uh, sour mash apparently is like uh, they reuse the yeast over and over. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's like sourdough, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it, uh, it yeah, develops its its characteristics. Yeah. So with sweet mash, you're starting brand new every time. Okay. Uh, so it has a, 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 a sweeter, 
uh, less bite to it. And their bourbon is cask uh, strength. So it's like 116 proof. Good lord. <laughs> okay. Uh, I wonder they had to build that outside the city limits. Damn. <laughs> so that was interesting. Well, some of the places around like Fredericksburg, aren't they combat? Because I know there's distilleries and there's breweries and there's wineries around Fred all in that area, but aren't some of them combo like distillery breweries? I because I was looking at different places to take tours because Matt's not a wine person, so I was trying to find. But I thought some of them were like I don't combos, but I in, could be wrong. I'm not an expert, but uh, when I uh, when my favorite brewer had his own brewery and uh, we would go up there, we'd chat with him, uh, and he he tried to explain that yeah, Texas law says you can't make beer or wine or cider all in the same place. They have to be like uh, you can't make beer and cider in the same place. That's my understanding. That's weird and makes now, okay. I, liquor laws per state, they're all weird. They're always weird and Byzantine, all... yeah. And they have some weird progenitor of the reason that they started and it makes no sense now. Like blue laws make absolutely no sense. But Texas, you still can't buy booze before noon on a Sunday. I find that hilarious that we live in Texas and we still have blue laws with this conservative party that we have yeah. that runs everything. And that it just blows my mind how we have not gotten rid of that yet, because that's one thing they don't all agree on is. is yeah. I mean, but blue laws, I mean, they have relaxed because my mom would tell me about when um, my brother and I were babies and she would go mm -hmm. to the store on Sundays and before noon. And you couldn't like, get to certain whole places. Areas, the, the only thing you could buy. Yeah. was actual food. Entire areas of the store were roped off on so Sundays. Yeah. But like in Pennsylvania, you can only get liquor at the state store. Actual yeah. hard liquor, you can only get at the actual state store. But beer and wine, you get anywhere else. And They're it's open so, all it's the so time. Strange. Like I remember back in Lubbock, you could not, like when I was younger, you had to go outside of the county. So the moment you hit the county line, there's like eight different liquor stores. Like, yeah. And it looks Denton like used to be a dry Nevada county too. Casinos yeah. out there yeah. in, in the middle of West Texas. Yeah. But then we moved out to like this tiny little place right outside of San Angelo. And it was a dry county as well. And my dad, being oddly enough the county attorney for a while, fought, brought brought stuff around, got enough people to sign the signatures to make it where it was at least beer and wine. Yeah. And he wouldn't have to drive 40 miles to go find a bottle of scotch. Well, you still have to do it. It's further. Think, it, it's just weird how that's still yeah. very like. I think Denton was dry when I first moved here. Or at least the city itself was. Mm -hmm. And all the liquor stores were outside of the city limits so that that changed a few years after I moved here. And because I remember because like the cities that have dry count, they can still have bars, but they have to they would have to scan your driver's license mm -hmm. and you'd have to sign this thing when you were first coming in or, you know, going through um, or checking in at the bar. Yeah, you'd have because I remember when I first because I dated a guy out here in the 90s and yeah, they would scan your ID. And you'd have to sign a slip because the bar was in the middle of a dry city. It was so weird. It was so Here weird. in Indiana, they have hard liquor at the grocery. That's what I was yes. going to say. Like yes. you go to Mexico it's and you so can weird. buy freaking Jack Daniels at the it's Walmart. So weird. Like, why does New Mexico have more freedom than we do? Everything, every every state is really weird and really different. Mm -hmm. And even the states you live in, you don't really necessarily know what. It, you know your your city and your county usually because especially with Texas they all change. I, I heard something really funny the other day, and someone was it was on one TikTok thing. Is one of those like guys making fun of it stuff, and he's a comedian. He was saying like America's not this super state that we always talk about. It's fifty third world countries all piling their money into a, the largest defense budget to fight God. I'm like wow, that makes so much sense. <laughs> I mean, you know, 
<laughs> it's a weird place. The only thing they could agree on is we need aircraft carriers. This is the last thing, Texas. Since we're on the subject, um, on the way out a week ago, uh, I, I was driving up through north of Dallas, and I stopped at a place called 903 Brewers. Mm-hmm. I made a post on, on Facebook in my personal account. And uh, first, I want to thank uh, Kitty and her husband and Rita and Lawrence uh, and, and a friend of theirs all came and we all sat down and had beers together, and we had a fantastic time. Uh, we shut that place down. They had to chase us out. Um, so thank thank you all for for coming and making it a night. Um, they have <laughs> they have like over half a dozen different stouts, all of them over nine yes. percent. Lawrence found a, a new a new uh, brew to to maybe out outgun his his favorite Bellhaven. <laughs> Oh, um, it's a what was it called? Finer Things Club Stout with Nutella, salted chocolate chip cookie flavors at thirteen point five percent. It awesome. was fantastic. So you were up in North Texas and you couldn't come to Denton instead. And I mean, go to I mean, Harvest House. Someone came down to Austin and couldn't. Did I mentioned thirteen point five percent at a restaurant. <laughs> I kind of hoped you would drive over, but I, I like I said, I haven't been on Facebook, so I didn't even know that you. Because you know, pro tip: text me <laughs> or send me a message. Everyone <laughs> that matters, all of you, and this includes, I believe, Rita and Jack and Dax and everybody. Y'all have my phone number. Just text me. <laughs> Why the yes, I, because we I, were I texting hit you up on Net Messenger. Okay. We were texting at oh, or at uh, okay. the Galveston Steam Festival. Yeah, right. Yeah, because. That is the only reliable way to let me know if something's happening that I should know about. That's fair. Yeah, I will always answer my texts. Other things I don't always see, but texts, I can't help it. It's, yeah, it's the hyper-focus. So, I understand. Yeah. No, I, for I've been hyper-focused as well lately. For listeners who are up there in the North Dallas area, if you haven't been to 903 Brewers yet, uh, it's nice. Uh, it's, uh, it's very uh, unpretentious. Hmm. good old good old boy kind of place the food is if for burgers fantastic and the beers are great and uh thank you lawrence for sending down a couple of bottles i have yet to deliver back to jack because i'm not back in town yet but uh oh god that's like an hour away from me well yeah. damn i'm sorry i t- <laughs> text me next time and say hey beth i'm gonna right. be up here it's my bad my bad. I know you're ignoring the world and playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> How is your Animal Crossing doing, by the way? Uh, actually, I've been uh, back on Warcraft. Oh, yes. The, <laughs> the new pet one. battles. My He's goal now is to, yes, my goal uh, is to collect all of the mechanical pet, the battle pets. So see that, when, that when my friend gets me on there and when he finally convinces me to watch or to play. Warcraft. I run around playing Pokemon. That's the, the battle most- pets thing? Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I've been doing. Ever. That's yeah, the, because that's it's, it's so low stakes. Yeah, it's so low stakes. Yeah, so I've been collecting battle pets. So yeah, he, he's know. like, let's go do the but awesome only the, things. Yeah. Let's get you geared. Let's get you. Let's get you upright. Like, all right, cool. So he takes me like with this massive like three hour, you know, to six hour of just like montage of getting awesome. And he's like, all right, we're there. I'm like, cool. Big pets. Yep. I'm run off and do my pet thing. Just do some pet battles because they're just silly and fun. Yeah. <laughs> The most low stakes things I can think of right now. <laughs> Sorry, the rest of my life is very high stakes at the moment between work no, and school. I get it. So. <laughs> I get it. Like I used to play. I played 13 years of Eve Online for like you know space game, going up, blowing up spaceships and things. Like 
I understand, like going and enjoying just literally doing the mini games, like mining asteroids is yes, the most the like, calming experience. Do. It's like fishing. Yep. So, yeah. Also, hi, Johnny. We saw you come in. Hi, Johnny. What's up? It's John. I have a question. Um, Steampunk November, have they updated anything with the date yet? Because Shannon keeps asking me when Steampunk November is going to be because so she can get it on the calendar. It's usually the second weekend of November. Yeah. But the website, um, the last time I checked, the website still had... Um, yeah. I know Shane's been posting stuff on Facebook and about like role play stuff. And he's asking about like auditory and like sensory like, questions. Like yeah. if you were playing role play, what smells do you like? And nothing we're all allergic to is like vanilla. <laughs> literally vanilla (laughs) because if you put anything citrus it's got pineapple and then suddenly my wife can't come i can't be anywhere near yeah duly noted so i make a great pineapple upside down cake i I know my mom wants it for her birthday and my wife can't be there and they share the same birthday so it gets really quick it gets we we figured it out after a time and (laughs) it, it becomes really odd and i'm allergic to peaches so it's really funny when you find some of the best sounding salsa on the planet being I pineapple peach salsa, which apparently is now. <laughs> this is going to kill both of I, you. Yeah, it's my wife's and I suicide pact. Just take them all out in one go. shot. Gonna, if, if we ever just decide to go, we're eating an entire jar a piece of that, and we're so done. So just peaches. What about apricots? I, you know, I don't know about other stone fruits. I haven't had an apricot in a while, so but I know I'm violently allergic to peaches. My face swells up like hitch. <laughs> I had a friend who was allergic to citrus, and he couldn't be around citronella candles. Yeah, yeah, and they're not even—they're not even related to oranges. It's just they that just have the same chemical reaction. It's an M- well, because my ex-husband was—he um, was allergic to certain fruits that would make his mouth swell up, but it was only when they were like fresh. Yeah, if my, you my brother it, has if that. You pop it in the microwave for like thirty seconds or a minute, it would kill something. And yeah, I don't know what it was, but like kiwi and certain things that if you pop it in the mic, I mean, he didn't do it because it would be, you know, kiwi in the microwave mm-hmm. is gross, but certain things he couldn't Nuke eat. kiwi. Yeah, he couldn't eat it raw, but he could eat it cooked to change something about the enzymes. Or so the, my brother has the same thing with melons, and it's usually the first melon of the season his lips will swell up. And that's actually what keyed me to know that I was about to die from peaches uh, with my lips starting to swell and crack. I'm like, that's not normal. Yeah, it's it's disturbing because he was like, I think this was wrong. And his, yeah, it was, it was bad. Lots of Benadryl shoving it down there as fast as you could. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't have, luckily, no food allergy yet. <laughs> Just penicillin. It's, it's the only so thing I'm allergic strange. To. I, late onset food allergies as an adult blows like doctor's minds. I had a friend who was... No, you must have been allergic from, from the beginning. No, I had a friend who developed a strawberry, strawberry allergy when we were in high school. She loved strawberry shakes. And then at some point when we were in like our junior or senior year, she had one and her face blew up like a balloon. And yep. the doctor's like, well, you're allergic now. <laughs> Yeah. Late onset allergies my are penic- a new yeah. phenomenon, apparently. To well, my penicillin allergy didn't develop until I was nineteen or twenty. I grew That's up with an unfortunate one to have because I grew up. I mean, I grew up with a nurse, so we'd have strep throat. She'd bring home the syringe, <laughs> take us in our bed, you know, and you know the penicillin shot, and we're fine. And then I was in my, I was nineteen or twenty, and I was sick, and she gave me uh, it was um pills it was like the oral antibiotic penicillin but i just i got itchy all over and was just yeah i was scratching so bad that it was like blood on my yeah it was bad she was like okay well from now on tell the doctor she can't have penicillin I'm like, but i like the flavor of the gum <laughs> that pink all stuff the you when you were a kid they put that pink stuff in the mm-hmm. little cup and you drink that it, yeah my was my like parents my mom ever like, oh, i'm gonna get sick yeah. i get the pink stuff now it's like Food allergies, medic- like, Ugh. 
I have heard of food allergies that have come about because of meds. Yeah. I yeah. have my, yeah, my ex-father-in-law, he couldn't have grapefruit because of medication. He so you can't have grapefruit with a lot of medication, it's especially like if it's neural medication. because Or cholesterol with, meds too, I think. It breaks, yeah, it breaks down mm. the medication quicker. Yeah, the, and so, yeah, again, and something in it, some of the chemical structure, the enzymes, it breaks it. Yeah, so and he could have You don't want it to rev up. You don't want to be like, oh, you're taking this neurological medicine or something, and it has a certain, like, half-life. It's not working. Like, <laughs> you, eat, you eat a freaking orange, and then suddenly it just like, oh, we're going to... That half-life, yeah, we just crammed it into the next 90, you know, 90 minutes, all of it, because the chemical <laughs> composition breaks it up and makes it active. Welcome to Texas Steampunk Allergy Connection. <laughs> <laughs> We're learning new things here, people. Um, oh. So, yeah, I wanted to ask, I asked about Steampunk November. Um, I actually did want to share that we talked last week about, uh, or last time about Airborne Kingdom, and apparently now oh, yeah. there's a sequel to it coming out. Oh. Airborne, yeah, I was on Steampunk Explorer because um, I always log in there before I get on here. Um, yeah, there's a sequel called Airborne Empire, but it's like bigger, and you can there's um they're saying you can like there's biomes and other places that it looks like you can live besides the ship where you have to balance it. And my spatial reasoning doesn't let me do that. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that game I looks fun, but. I I like city builders, but suddenly now you're putting it on a seesaw in space. I'm like. Yeah, it's, it's I can't. Like, it's hard enough for me to balance a city on the ground. It's a, it's a, I <laughs> yeah, can imagine that being a fun game, though. Frostpunk 2 is supposed to come out, Johnny. I'm not sure when, but I know it is coming out because my advisor, actually, my my PhD, my dissertation advisor, she just she whipped through like the entirety of Frostpunk <laughs> like no time at all. Yeah, she loves that. She loves city build. Yeah, so that one I couldn't. Frostpunk's hard though because you have to decide if you want to make children work. <laughs> You want to make child laborers as a really hard decision, and I didn't like that, so I stopped. Oh, children it. can work; they absolutely can work. It is terrible. It is terrible. I am already teaching my kid to grind in my computer. Oh, no, I remember. I tried to teach a raccoon that it did not work. Remember back when <laughs> when Warcraft first came out, and if you wanted to be in the battlegrounds, you had to have your character had to be active and not away, and so. People were talking about training their cats to hit the space bar yeah, <laughs> to no, keep you I, moving around so that you could go was, do other stuff while you were I was teaching waiting. my kid at like age three how to mine astro. I'm like, <laughs> this is something he can do while I'm away. No, it didn't really happen. But now he's old enough. But now he has his own mind and he likes playing certain games. And he doesn't want to play dad's games. So I'm like, well, damn, it backfired. There's also uh, the other one is a survival sandbox that's like steampunk Minecraft. Yes. Which I was caught my attention because Matt has been playing Minecraft hot and heavy recently. It's and yeah, this one is called Vin Yeah, it's called Vintage Story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks. I, you know what? I will admit though, Minecraft, I. I can't play it because it, the appearance is just, it's offensive to me, to my senses. I don't like the way it looks. It, it is just, ugly. It, I won't, I won't deny Okay, it. so for you guys who think me. it's ugly, there are, there are plugins, there are things you can download to make it look more beautiful. There are a lot of mods that Or do I can that. just play Warcraft or SimCity or Sims. Skins make it look good. <laughs> and if you have ray tracing on your computer, there are modules to make like all that light shine through and shadows galore. Mm. It's it's gorgeous. That's beautiful. like people saying you just have to watch the first three seasons and then the show gets great. No, no if no. I have to do something, you, you, you realize that if Minecraft I just is such through. an adaptable game that there is literally all right. So uh, <laughs> never mind. You just have to watch the first one hundred episodes and then it's great. No, if I have no. to do, if I have to suffer before I can get to the where it looks great. No, no. It, <laughs> all right, so I'm with you. I don't like Minecraft's look at the beginning. I don't it like just, the vanilla. That's the reason I'm like. 
Alright, cool. There's a skin. Sensory is a sensory like issue, which is a Zelda me. game from like Wind yeah. Waker or whatever. Except you know what you know what's weird? I love the old like game like Zelda. I love original Zelda. I could play that, but something about the there blocks is a, and... there is a mod for Minecraft to make it look that way. <laughs> I don't know if Matt's listening to the Nope, he's playing Minecraft right now. <laughs> <laughs> More power to you, man. <laughs> it just <sighs> bugs me. There's but... Negativity in the household over Minecraft. <laughs> No, no, we sit we sit side by side. Uh, he's got my old Alienware. I'm on my new Alienware, and we play our video games. It's a very copacetic house, and Brax climbs across the two of us and tries to get our attention. Speaking we are Gen slightly... X nerds. <laughs> we oh, didn't. I'm none of us grew up. up. So up. yeah, that was what I was looking at. Because like I said, I, I'm I'm intrigued by vintage story and the whole Lovecraftian angle, but I don't know if I could get past the appearance Speaking of it. Lovecraftian. Oh no! <laughs> There's a game that's been out now for see, since since last year in August called Cult of the Lamb. Okay. Start your own cult in a land of false <laughs> prophets, venturing out into a My diverse, dream. And mysterious region to build loyal communities of woodland followers and spread your word to become the one true cult. Okay. And there it is. You yeah, it's it's interesting. Oh, is it like Lovecraftian? Yes. You oh, are God. trying to basically convert everyone to your you find, and then you have to keep members happy and like believers, and it's freaking awesome, and it's cute, and it's weirdly it it's weirdly chibi gory. Oh, it's on the um, Switch. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. See now. Ooh. I like cute I games on the Switch. I haven't purchased it yet <laughs> myself. It's on my list. I'm waiting. I was hoping it'd go on. What does it actually? Oh, it is, look it's like. on sale. It's thirty five percent off right now. Sixteen bucks. <laughs> okay. What it's, is it? Because I'm seeing, like, let me see what it actually. <laughs> someone's okay on Google. Someone's asking what gender is the lamb in the cult of the lamb. <laughs> what does, does that matter? matter to the game? It's is a that, them they. Who cares? Is, you know? is that important to the gameplay? Oh, that's cute. Oh, look at that. Okay, well, guess I'm gonna have to check that one out. That looks. That's are, you gonna, are you gonna be our our ground interviewer for that one? <laughs> Now, keep in mind, I have the attention span of, well, a middle-aged woman with ADHD, so... Well, for the fact it's now $16, if if I had my first check in... Which... How much is it on the Switch, though? Because that's where I, I would know, play it. I don't know, it's probably like $80 billion. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm sorry, I cannot handle, I cannot handle the Microsoft Store. I don't like the fact that I can't... Good old, I can't buy good old games, games oh. and put them on there either. It's like... Like the cartridges where you have to blow the dust out of the cartridge before you put it into the... <laughs> Super I mean, Nintendo. I mean, you want to go back that. to that? No, I just like the it's fact that if, if someone's it. selling it for cheaper, <laughs> I should be able to play it on all my devices if I buy it from them. But <laughs> no, getting high again. <laughs> just like it's all data. It's literally it's data. Why can't it go from one because to the other? Because this is it's the world like that we have created. Buying a cartridge or a CD. It's this is downloaded. the world we live in. <laughs> I'm going to start playing Dystopian Playland or whatever from freaking my favorite steampunk band. Utopian Playland, except it's completely dystopian. It's dystopia. When you talk I'm right, sorry, well, Thax. I know you don't like them too much. Who? But I'm going to keep picking on you on them. Who? Uh, um, is, there uh, a, is there a Texas steampunk connection rift? What is this? We don't talk about it. Oh, no. Marquis of Rodville up in the Dallas-Fort area. Um, I'm not a big fan of Marquis. Oh, I I mean I listen to them, but I'm not yeah. like I'm not they have a wonderful cover of um the hell is it um um dang it my wife's gonna kill we me we have a disagreement on the dogma in this church <laughs> what is the problem here no oh, no it, it's one of those things of him him and and Flavio when I started talking about Marquis of the Vaudeville they're like now nah, we well, both of them and I'm just like ah 
Damn. Okay. Okay, Zach. Well, how did Marquis of Vaudeville hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> He's just not into it. It's fine. Um, it happens. I like Marquis. I like I'd listen to maybe. Babe, I've listened to them, but I it's their covers in person are better. Um, they did a cover of it's not the never ending freaking story. It's the one where the girl, it's the one where the baby was stolen and the girl has to go through the maze and Labyrinth? the guy in tight pants. That's the labyrinth. Or, David yeah, the Bowie labyrinth. in his yeah. breeches. How can you that not remember that? I was getting there. I was building the, I was building the picture. <laughs> David oh. Bowie in his codpiece. Yeah, they do. You know the scene with good. the, uh, with the ballroom dancing with the, yeah, and, 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 got, and the wonderful yeah. like ball you buy off of as yeah. seen on TV, and, where he's you know, singing a love song to a sixteen-year-old girl, and when you look at it now, as a grown, you're like, okay, that's a little talk about, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's not a thing anymore. No, no. Yeah. it's, 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 movie, it's weird, and yeah. he's a he's a king goblin thing. It's the whole thing. <laughs> it's a fairy tale. I know. Yeah, all your fairy tales are problematic. I'm not defending David <laughs> Bowie. He can defend himself. Dead. I mean, his lawyer can defend himself. <laughs> his estate can defend himself. Anyway, so they did a cover of that song. It is that is what good. you're saying? Okay. They did, and it's gorgeous. It's, it's, it's one of the best things I've ever heard. And it's Nicole very... said it's something to do with you, but she's not really sure. For you, with you, something you. Something you. You know, yeah. Nicole, you got Google. You could just... I assume uh, here, let me send you a website called Let Me Google That For You. It's a wonderful <laughs> website. Do you know and how you many times I wanted anybody. to... You need to share it with oh, anybody. That became that a thing when I was still working in the call center. I was still working. You basically in type in what you want to look for. Do you know how hard that is to not send someone that when you work in a call center? <laughs> and what it does is it literally types, like when you send them the link, it gives them a, a, a video of typing it in and hitting <laughs> OK and go. And then it says, was that so hard? <laughs> It is the That's best website ever. And it's I like the thing that you want to send years. whenever you work at a call center. You're like, oh, wait, I'm going to send you a helpful link. Don't do that. They won't appreciate that. They'll know they won't. Think uh, it's no, funny. I don't send it to I don't send it to customers. I, I send wanted it to, to. friends. That's the way to burn it down. Though, when you're done, just send that oh, to well, customers yeah. for an entire day. And then <laughs> I work for an IT company again. And my job is literally 42 customers oh. that are commercial customers. And I wander around or I log into their computers and everything like that. So mm, yeah. I worked in network solutions for five years. And when I was on the phone, so we would get customers. They're like, I can't get into my email. I like where they were typing it in the address bar. Their email address in the address. Now, given now, to be fair, this was like early two thousands, but still, I mean, come on, they were typing in the address bar. They couldn't get to their their Gmail. I'm like, oh my god, I can't do this anymore. Please let me on another team. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to fix your stupid problems anymore. It's all the same problem. None of you will listen to me. <laughs> it's always. It's always like, are you yeah. sure? It's yes, just read always. It. Which on. I can kind of. I hate it that call that a lot of places now you can't get somebody live. It's all like the automated help, but also I can completely understand. So here's a cool thing with Chat GPT. I always get that backwards. Mm, Chat GPT and and people mm-hmm. brought together. Um, not one or the other. I don't like completely automated systems, but the fact is, is what they've, what some call centers have done is they've taken the five best calls and the five worst calls ever <laughs> from all their people, all their veterans that have been there for a year plus, and they stuck it to chat GTP, GTP, GTPT. There we go. Yeah, open AI. And what they do is they're, chat they're GHB. New, yeah, I can't come up with a funny acronym to throw at you at that one. <laughs> but what they do is they're, they're new hires that have been there for a little, like, right after they get out of the boot camp thing, right under mm-hmm. the floor where they start asking or getting questions, um, is they have that assisting on the side. So it literally is just every time it, it's listening to the conversation, 
So as they're talking, it's giving like a running dissertation and questions and things to ask and, and answer based on the, the best and, and worst questions ever given. And essentially what they found out after testing these people is that it, it makes you equal to someone who's been there a year plus right off the bat from three weeks in. And to me, that right there is the reason these programs. I'm, just, I'm just thinking about some of the calls that I had when I worked at NetSol that I can't I know, actually... I'm like, I wish I had something like that because oh, I didn't have that before. No. Well, okay, keep in mind, this was early days, networks, early days, like people buying up domain names. There weren't many companies and there was a lot of domain names that, you know, there's some gnarly domain names out there. And we would, I won't tell the whole story, but there was one customer who called up and he had a domain name that he he wouldn't say it he was spelling it it was a porn site and he was spelling it it was a friend of mine and i said well did you like say it she's like no i spelled it back to it i'm like come on you should have just said it oh is that whatever the thing i'll tell you guys privately after we get off but i'm not spewing that out to the yeah but no we had some we had some wild things coming through and people like, and there was this one with this little, she had a little old lady voice and she had like 50 different porn domain names and she was real business-like about it. Yeah. She was no I mean, nonsense. <laughs> I mean, it's a job. Yeah. It was, yeah, we got some, like I said, that's why we ended up creating some specialty teams because it would, <clears throat> yeah, it got a little, little hairy. That's why I went off the phones as soon as I could because everything can I everything would come through. I mean, celebrities, regular people, porn, book blogs, we got it all and it was yeah. It's like it if you weird. currently go right now, not not the steampunk.com. It takes you to the most government website I've ever Wait, seen. Wait, seriously? Yeah. We've talked yeah. about go that. There. Have we? And it look yeah. it looks like it looks like a government it's like a, oh, it's like a psyop. <laughs> yeah. It's straight up psyop. And what's funny is they used to be steam chest. That's why I couldn't own it. Because Steampunk puts our federal government clients in the center of everything we design. Yeah. <laughs> That's AI. That is AI created. Today. It looks so good. Like there is like moving pictures now. And, okay, but do you remember the Whitehouse.com thing? Oh yeah. When that blew up because oh. the people Whitehouse.com was not Whitehouse.gov. And shortly thereafter, everybody realized, hey, we need to buy up all the extensions. Because, <laughs> yeah, because like, cause like uh, we had one of the car companies, I can't remember, at least one of the car companies, and they owned whatever with FordSucks.com and I hate Ford. They had, they owned all of those. All of, the good, all of the regular and all of the derogatory names, they owned all of them so that people couldn't set something up. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that has, it gets amazing the amount of space yeah. that's buy up with name combinations. Well, I was telling Matt, one that I remember from way back in the day that still exists is carstuckgirls.com. It's literally girls that have gotten their cars in skimpy outfits. You've gotten their cars stuck in the mud <laughs> or the ice or the snow or in the oh. water. And they're in skimpy outfits and they need someone to come and Yeah, it's just cars. The tribe would like to have a conversation with them. But it still them. looks like it did in 2002. Dude. <laughs> it's it, those, it's those like websites something straight out of GeoCities. Like that need to be saved. <laughs> it's like an, yeah, it's like, like an angel fire archive. site. It's terrible, they but it's still there. And it's updated. Precious. It's not like it's, this isn't cached stuff. This is updated. I was like, oh, there's new entries on this site, but it still looks like a GeoCities site. There's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So, yeah, cars.girls.com if you want to giggle. It's like that airship, but that, that, that there is a lid for every pot. <laughs> website we talked about last time. It was made, it was like updated last, like 2000. Zach, you're looking it up, aren't you? <laughs> yep. Oh. I told you, it's just. It didn't, it didn't come up. Car Stuck Girls, literally. C A R. S T U C K G I R L S. 
Com. Oh, and we have stuck girls. Okay, Our stuck we've gone girls. so far com. off the off the wheel. Yes, we have, and I'm sorry. Yeah. That's my fault. No, also, no, no. It's fine. It's, like yeah. this is this no. Is I'm we've we've here. Welcome sorry. to a steampunk optional episode. Jack, did you bring anything to uh, show and tell tonight? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> also, though, I will say this: I have been rewatching Doctor Who, and I forgot how much of the that how, how many episodes are steampunky. Yeah. I, yeah, it's been a while since I watched the whole thing through again, especially the Capaldi uh, TARDIS with the bookcase with the, the library in the main body of the, the TARDIS. It's awesome. Sorry, oh. I tend to get distracted and I run y'all off. The, the <laughs> I do have a couple of little things like I got like <clears throat> steampunk home design. Uh, okay. I mean, we already talked oh, about we have 11 minutes. the deadly world of Victorian patent mill. Yes. Uh, well, we I mean, about- do, we, do we want to do that? Do we want to try to get back to actual like instead of random homework do we want? i don't i don't know like I, I love the i love the airship idea i talked about a while back of like looking at certain race i guess races or governments or i, I think of like groups of individual i don't even know the right word for it like <laughs> government entities that build airships and their society that's based around them and the kind of technology that's in we're talking like in and, fiction and fiction Obviously, because in sci-fi, I just want to make like, sure. in realisticness, we had the best one was the Pan Ultimate was the one made by the Americans that fit like four airplanes inside of it. They're trying to make an aircraft carrier, <laughs> which is cool. But all three of them crashed because well, of I can think of... off of the floor off of the California coast at the time. Well, because I mean, the ultimate airship books would be Michael Moorcock's Warlord of the Air, which I wrote a paper about. <gasps> Did you? Because I haven't <gasps> read that book. Maybe you should send us links or something. Wait, seriously? Yeah. You're kidding, right? No. Mm-hmm. Y'all haven't read no. the Nomad of Time You're, you're the historian. You're supposed to tell us what we're supposed okay, to do. Okay, you know when I went to England in 2018? It was because of that paper that I wrote for my current advisor. I'm in- sorry. I never <laughs> went overseas for a book for any reason. I would love I- no more. I read other Michael Moorcock, and I figured that was enough. First off, no, the name's off-putting, so but I'm okay with this. No, he is... I did a whole big, he is, he likes to go in every once in a while and completely rewrite his stuff. So I had to do a side-by-side comparison of the original version of the third book in that series, The Steel Czar, with the one that was re-released in 2013. I did a whole project for it my first semester in PhD. And I got to read it. I got to see the original proofs at the Harry Ransom Center in Austin. So you're book. telling me you get to like, because you're cool and all, and you're going to college, you get to read different versions of books before after and, they've been published and, and write a 95 ever... page project about it yes <laughs> why don't why why isn't this open to the public why, why can't we go read early versions of like the harry ransom center it's in austin but you did can. you get to meet michael moorcock he's like 95 years old which actually that was the other thing it was supposed the project you were supposed to choose a dead author that's the only reason i got to pick him was because he's so old that he lives in my huh he lives in bastrop He's yeah. really old. What? That's the only reason I. Yeah, he he's English. We he should make to, a pilgrimage and he say, "Hey, look, Texas come with decades ago." Yeah. He does not want to be bothered. He does not want to be bothered. But he moved to Texas decades ago. But yeah, because he's very old. My my professor, Doctor Bender, she was like, "Yeah, that's fine. You can use." But him. he's gonna die soon anyway. That's so mean. well read. So Watch him like outlive all of us. So aware of his body of work, and I, she's a cute girl. <laughs> he'd probably talk to you. Um, he's an irascible older gentleman, Ooh, yeah. and I know. <laughs> we'll take no. him out for beers, and you will be good. I hi. I, mean, I turned into a twelve-year-old. We can bring some insurance with us. 
<laughs> would people freak me out? So no. <laughs> no, I get very nervous around people. I have trouble talking to librarians that I See, admire. Okay. I would love to go meet like Lois McMaster Bejold. That would make make my, my make my day. And I just want to do is shake her hand and say thank you so much for like my childhood. <laughs> okay, like, so then we're gonna talk about airships on the next episode? I don't know. Let's find something to talk about. Well, what I got something to, to talk about. Okay. Today. What? Sorry, I'm sorry. See, oh, no, I did it okay. again. <laughs> I could fill this time though. Um, okay, you've got seven minutes. Go. <laughs> as you, as I keep saying, I've been traveling. Yeah. Uh, yes, you have. And among other places, I found was uh, Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Have you guys mm-hmm. heard of this place? I think I may. Have mm-hmm. been I've heard there. of the TV show Eureka, but that's about it. That's a little bit different. No. Nope. Yes. Um, this is, and I, I think Rita and Lawrence have been there. But uh, my, let's see, my cousin-in-laws uh, love going there. They're from Oklahoma. And so we, we went over there with them and spent a couple of days. And it's this Victorian town up in the uh, sort of this very picturesque mountainous uh, area of Arkansas, you know, covered in, in beautiful I've been green to Hot stuff. Springs. That's where I've been. I've been to Hot Springs. Okay, so yeah. Eureka has its own springs. Yeah, um, it's where all the Victorians took the waters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can. Uh... Yeah, it was. There's some beautiful because I was looking at. Uh, I was thinking about taking a trip to Hot Springs again, and there's just Victorian B and Bs everywhere now. <clears throat> so did that work? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is just like the first picture I, I picked up, and this is the hotel we stayed in, uh, right in the middle of of downtown called. Wow. Uh, uh, the New Orleans Hotel, <laughs> Hotel New Orleans, and it's just it it's beautiful and uh, it really uh, affordable. Okay. Uh, to to uh, be there, and uh, I mean, you can see that. Oh wow! It, it it's very hilly, and this is but like, it's very well, New Orleans too. It, it is, but it's you know it's in this uh, oh, beautiful wow. mountainous area. Oh, that's beautiful. And there's there's shopping and restaurants and all the cool things and it's a it's a real destination for bikers <laughs> like okay motorcycle bikers or yeah oh. motorcycle bikers Wait, really yeah. <laughs> uh, taking in so, the sons so of anarchy no, at a b&b uh yeah <laughs> so, um so there's a nice lot of thing about for themselves there's a lot of uh uh stores for for leather goods okay and there's a there's a, a big uh, LGBT community there, um, so there's lots of stores for leather goods. Also, also <laughs> popular with the with the uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you're making me snort. <laughs> yeah, I laughed too, but I didn't realize, uh, or it, it seemed like at the from here. <laughs> there's a big, a new name. There's a big crossover. You didn't know about leather daddies? But, oh, of course I did. Okay. I just didn't know they were in the biker community. Yes, dear. Or, or <laughs> the reason you go to Eureka Springs. Like. I, I'm going now. I know, right? I mean, I just generally assumed that bikers would be in the conservative side. No. Well, no, I mean. No, it's awesome. That, everybody's uh, are, different. but they don't talk about it. <laughs> they should. If, you know, if, we're, we're if bikers would stand up to now. leather daddies. We might have uh, better communi- uh, conversations in this the country. The newer maybe. bikers are more open. Okay, you know? so Lawrence shared that link, and I'm down with like the tree houses and the castles, but the caves, uh, nope. Wait, 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 what? Caves, that, say, share pictures. The ESTreeHouses.com. He said favorite cave. I don't do caves, sorry. I have I caves. I do caves all the time. Nope. I, it's I'm not actually <clears throat> certified to do caves in New Mexico. 
like to take no. people on a... I have claustrophobia and that other thing where it's, yeah, no, I don't I do. I didn't see any caves. Um... I don't, well, if you go to that link that Lawrence shared, the estreehouses.com, it says <laughs> treehouses, caves, castles, and hobbits. And <laughs> there's, yeah. Well, we'll get you a hobbit home with a round door. <laughs> It'll be fine. I like the treehouse idea, though. I'm always because that's up uh, up out of the way, and I can see what's coming at me. Yeah, the the caves, the Swiss Family Robertson thing. Robinsons. Yeah, Robinsons. <laughs> my bad. I watched like, that since I was like coach vaguely coach remember a book, maybe. <laughs> what? No, the there TV was show. Book. There was a, a movie. book though. No, there was a book too. There was also a movie. Oh of course, there was a movie. I read the book, dummy. I was the book reader. <laughs> <laughs> it was always I have it on VHS somewhere, I'm sure, recorded off of NBC. <laughs> TV movies, they were always the best. <laughs> Actually, my first version of Star Wars was recorded off of NBC. So here's another, uh, another interesting feature of Eureka Springs. Haunted hotels. See, I'm on the fence about that. I'm intrigued, I'm okay with but this. also I'm a wuss. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> we'll all three See, the dog the agrees with me. Yeah, we'll all three get a room, and we'll all stay in there. And we'll see Texas Steampunk Connection, Ghost Hunters, <laughs> the twenty-four hour stream. Watch us sleep like babies through the. It's going to be me deal. screaming as I <laughs> screaming I'm as have, I like, run my through hat hotel. On my face like this, yeah. like Indiana Jones yeah. sleeping through whatever happens. <laughs> nope. Some guy comes through wearing like a mime outfit and like. Absolutely not. Nope. This hotel at the top of the uh, the hill that Eureka Springs is built on is called the Crescent Hotel. The one that you have on the screen that says set to reopen with precautions? Um, <laughs> that's the one. That's okay. the one. It's certainly yes. open now. What are the precautions, pray tell? I, I couldn't tell you. I, okay. didn't, I didn't go into the article. I'm just looking at pictures. But it's said to be the most haunted hotel in America. They imported uh, European ghosts just I... for it. Uh, it was built in the late 1800s uh, by this uh, wealthy guy who decided he wanted to build a, a sanatorium to help cure people of cancer with the magic of hot springs. Yep. That, that sounds about right. Yeah. And no, it's absolutely. Yeah. He eventually went to prison. <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right. A lot of them did. Yeah. <laughs> Kellogg escaped that by making cereal, but yeah, no, there was a lot of them back then. Oh yeah, the the the, the no, you know, mess with yourself cereal. Yes, yes. The graham he, crackers. Yes. Graham crackers. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm on the fence about haunted hotels because the goth part of me is like, yeah, but the wuss <laughs> part of me is like, hotel no. With us, it would be fine. We'd make, we'd make fun. You of and a bottle of Xanax. Cry, it'd be fine. <laughs> Go as much like, oh Xanax God, as I can take, and still be functional. There's a little art studio. There's a lot of art studios in Eureka Springs. If you everyone who thinks we all need to go do this and go stay <laughs> in that hotel, I'm, put a I'm, comment, please. I, I want to definitely know. go. I would definitely go back. Um, unfortunately, Eureka Springs is a lot of stairs. It's, I mean, yeah, it's see, no, my... this amazing hill. So, <laughs> so it would be three. <laughs> middle-aged ghost hunters like <gasps> <laughs> especially if i'm in a bustle in a corset on the stairs like Dude, okay hang on <laughs> yeah. the ghost is chasing me but i'm just too tired now it's all get like, me. I don't care. like stupid let like, it take um, me blue stocking the ghost is also tired segways or something <laughs> I, I can't take these stairs anymore you should get segways so we can go up the it's ramp the ghost of somebody shit. else who expired on the stairs <laughs> Make it. Yeah, we die on the stairs. There's a ghost, and going, then y'all be back time. on the y'all be back on the next episode without me. Like, well, unfortunately, we lost Blue Stocking. Wait, Blue Stocking's ghost. 
Yeah, Rita's right. The, the trolley big stack system. of papers that are, you know, I do like the trolley system. It's 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 basically a busing system with a cool looking bus. I mean, but, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's an excellent system that gets you anywhere you want to go as long as you are ready to take a few stairs. Um, <laughs> but it's not it's not accessible to everyone. You know, if you can't take stairs or you're in a wheelchair or something, or a joke. Forget yeah, it. It's, it's a joke. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking seriously, as someone with psoriatic arthritis, yeah, I walking downstairs, I'm fine. Going back up, it kills right, I'll carry my knees you. And it's my fine. <laughs> Can it carry me on your back? Throw you over my throw you over my shoulder like this. Just <laughs> oh, you're not gonna be piggyback. You. <laughs> I, I have you, I'll have you like your dress just billowing out in front of me where I can't see. <laughs> like gone with the wind. You're, like fighting over it like this, trying to be <laughs> past it. I know. You're like this just is like, why we need turn around, turn around, make... open your eyes. I'll tell you. We need people who can make fan art of these things because that would be amazing. I want to see a picture of that. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so I don't we'll know. Pay for that if anyone can make that. <laughs> just so you know, we we do pay money for these things. We need we need new art for our, our open. <laughs> anyway, there was okay, a so there was an art Springs. studio in the Crescent Hotel. Okay, and we're you know we're shopping around and looking at stuff. And I asked the lady there. I said, "Have you had any interactions with ghosts here?" And she got real blunt with me. She did not like the topic. She's like, "No, no, I have not." We. I don't mess with them, and they don't mess with oh, me. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> we have an agreement. I, I guess they do. I guess they do. I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I'm afraid of the dark. I'm not ashamed to admit that. I am a great big wuss, but I love horror movies, and I love things that scare the crap out of me. You know, I still won't sleep with my feet dangling over the side of the bed. <laughs> they got to be tucked up. That's why I have a big dog that sleeps on my bed. It saves me from all that mess. And a small have, one that I can throw under the bed if the monster comes. I have a big cat that sleeps on the bed, but I don't think Brax is going to protect me from the boogeyman. If you throw the cat at the monster, it works very well. <laughs> that actually is our home defense our home defense system. If anybody ever breaks in, we're just going to fling Brax at him. Oh, I know. <laughs> I hope for the best. I want a cat. Like I actually have a funny picture of a cat launcher. <laughs> it literally is like a big wick, like pullback. Uh, like slingshot thing, you put your no, cat in, and it no. like launches it at people's face. That's so like, wrong. No, it's perfect because the the, the 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 guy's face catches the cat. It's, it's okay. <laughs> it's very humane. Face hugger. <laughs> so with very the, humane for the okay, cat. So we need to plan a trip to Eureka Springs. Apparently, we do we take all the Xanax, to... all of the wine. I think it, it it would be a good time. Wait, how far away is it? Um, like from Dallas? How... Huh? <laughs> Uh, depends on where you live. Well, uh, how far was it for you? I mean, it was my second, third. It was my third day of driving, but I wasn't. Okay. I wasn't uh, driving a lot. I was visiting. There are Denver. springs in Texas. Eureka. Well, hang on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm sure it's six hours haunted. from Plano. Although we could always start off at haunted houses here in this. <clears throat> oh, that can't be right. That cannot be right. It's telling me it's like 117 hours to get to Eureka Springs from Denton. Really? Are you are you on the walking You need to switch to the car button. <laughs> I oh. don't know why. It def- why did it default to walking? So my phone's been doing that a lot, too. Oh, my God. I was like, but that can not like right be right. Okay, six hours. <laughs> That's much better. 115 hour walk. <laughs> 300 days by But airship, you know what? It's if, five if minutes after nine, in. and it's time for Blue Stocky to get a bed, apparently. <laughs> so let me touch on the uh, upcoming events uh, before we, we sign off here, I, because I want to mention, sorry. Uh, if you are in the Galveston area or any, you know, Houston, 
there's a Victorian fashion show happening this weekend mm. at the uh, Broadway Church of Christ uh, Saturday from one uh, thirty to five. Uh, if you're if you're into that sort of thing, it might be a good weekend to go down to Galveston, have some fun. Where uh, show features costumes from 1860 to 1912. Oh, in, uh, show followed by afternoon tea. So uh, self guided tours of the Lee Kempner House will be available. They're they're renovating the uh, Lee Kempner House with uh, folks who are in the steampunk community uh, out there. So uh, it's a great place to uh, to meet people. And it's probably going to be a really cool fashion show if that's uh, something you'd be interested in. Uh, also, uh, here in Austin, the Zilker Botanical Gardens is having a woodland fairy trail by moon night from <laughs> 7 to 10 p.m. Because going outside before 7 p.m., it will kill you. <laughs> Wait, there's a fairy trail here at Zilker Park? Uh-huh. Oh. At the Botanical Gardens, they do it uh, kind of every summer, I think. Interesting. I'll have to look that up. We may have to go for a stroll. That... Yeah, absolutely. We'll take pictures of us frolicking through the uh, being led off by the little the moats <laughs> off into the nothingness until we're lost forever and no one ever hears of us again. <laughs> uh, they are selling tickets. It's not a, a free event. Oh, so there's a, there's a okay. But yeah, go to bookergardens.org and look up the events and you'll see it. Um, but definitely worth checking out if uh, if you feel like taking a stroll at out in the outside at night. Yeah, we're enough so repellent of mosquitoes. Definitely wanted to bring those those two up because I know Watch we've got people, people out there flying fire ants. It's mating season for them, Something or nuptial season for fire ants right now. Just saying. Just so you know, if anyone here is an ant keeper, you want to catch fire ants. This is the time to catch the queens. They're out right now. Oh, Please. Jonathan says his his esports and gaming summit last weekend of August in Galveston. Uh, oh, is also man. a thing. So that's I got to talk to you about that, Johnny. That sounds like fun. I run a YouTube channel about <laughs> games, so maybe we need to like figure something out later. Maybe not this time. Maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> Going outside. No. It's so it's about this time I talk to uh, the people who are keeping our lights on. Hey. Uh, so Texas Steampunk Connection is supported in part by J.R. Seegers, a school for the great game. Edwardian teen Elizabeth Bancroft resents being sent to a finishing school in India. The college is, in fact, the British India School for Spies, teaching the family business of espionage, martial arts, and the Tibetan mystic arts. The School for the Great Game is the first in the Steampunk Raj series available on Amazon. We're also supported by Fair Treasures. Uh, Fair Treasures has a selection of Texas-made female-presenting costumes and accessories for steampunk and Renaissance wear, and one-of-a-kind imported jewelry. You can shop Fair Treasures at uh, fairtreasures.com, fair with an E. Uh, they're also found on Etsy. Uh, we want to shout out to our patrons, uh, Jenny and Ryan Shaver, for helping us out. And we have now a certified aeronaut in Natalie McTavish, who is tuned in tonight. So thank you for joining us, and thank you for helping us out. And then, of course, there's the generous grant from the crew of the Airship Hot Dog, Allen. <laughs> Love it. You say to me when we're in a drunken stupor at a uh, North Texas uh, brewery, because I will remember it later. Airship <laughs> <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> Going on a plaque. <laughs> That's great. I love it. <laughs> is, uh, is there anything else uh, we want to add tonight? Nope. To <sighs> I just want to say I love you guys. It's great. We love Everybody. you. Too. Love you. Love you, man. Love you, man.
And we love all of you for tuning in and and listening to us and uh, putting up with our shenanigans. Uh, we need to. Uh, a lot to us. We need to change the name of the show to "Middle-Aged People with ADHD." I think that was just assumed. <laughs> steampunk ADHD. Yeah, ADD steampunk. There you go. What's our hyper focus this time? <laughs> so we need Watch to as we go careening off course at a million miles a minute. Work out another couple of meals. another couple of gatherings, maybe uh, in, mm-hmm. in North Texas, and then eventually in Eureka Springs. Yep. I think and that'd be a lot of fun. Text me about it. Yes, yeah, my mistake. <laughs> All right, I'm going to hand it over to Flavio. Good night, everybody. <laughs> or what? not? Push the button on the screen. Do it. So, once again, thank you for listening. You can find us again on uh, Facebook at Texas Steampunk Connection for any comments, questions, suggestions. If you know of something happening Steampunk that's happening soon, we can put it on our calendar, on our Patreon, um, as well as the, the list of over 100 comics and graphic novels, uh, Steampunk and Weird West related. You can also email us at TexasSteampunkConnection at gmail.com. And we're uh, a streaming podcast, TexasSteampunkConnection.podbean.com. And if you lose it on Facebook and you want to watch a remake, a rerun of this show at any point in time on YouTube, you can go find them on Steam Chest. <laughs> and although we've made many, many jokes about Twitter, <laughs> you can look for us at TX Steam Connect One oh. on Twitter. I never use it. I never look at it. I don't know. I don't understand Twitter. Yeah. So yeah. Once again, thank you very much. And until next time, mind your mind gauges. Mind your gauges. <laughs> <laughs>